Welcome to Four Verts. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Four Verts Pod. Happy New Year! I think this is our first episode that we've done since the New Year, and it's playoff time. You know, the Seahawks are coming into town. Niners are the two seed. They've won ten games in a row. You know, it's been a great end. They haven't lost in two and a half months. Great end to the regular season. They have you know picked up some momentum going forward. Just praying that they can keep this rolling um, against a divisional opponent, right? And um, it, they always say it's hard to beat an opponent three times, but this Niners team is stacked. I think we match up pretty well against this the Seattle team as well. Their pass rush is isn't great at all. The Seattle pass rush, um, and we've had their number in both the games that we played this year. But it just really comes to whether they can execute when it matters, right? In this wild card spot, so. There's going to be a little bit of weather factor, which comes into it here. It's supposed to be pouring rain on Saturday. It's been raining like the last two weeks, not on and off in the Bay Area, essentially. So hopefully they're prepared for that. But I don't know. Do you guys think that gives an advantage to Seattle? The spread right now is nine and a half for the 49ers. Obviously, I'm going to pick the Niners to win, right? But I don't know if they cover that nine and a half spread just because of weather. And it's also a playoff game. Things could keep close. And We'll see how Brock Purdy does in his first playoff start ever. And he's looking to be the first quarterback since Russell Wilson to win a playoff game. So we'll see what that happens. But I'm rolling with the Niners, obviously. I do think, you know, they say in football, like a lot of times, like weather is an equalizer, right? And there's no doubt that the 49ers are a superior team to Seattle. Right? We've seen that all year. I mean, we beat them twice. First time was handy. Second time was a little dicey here and there. But like you could tell on that day that the 49ers were a better football team. Right. They've proved it all year long. 10 game win streak is not a joke. You know, a lot of people say like the schedule soft. So 10 games or whatever, 10 games, winning 10 games in this league is never easy, regardless of who the opponent is. Right. I mean, the most common phrase or the most popular phrase in the NFL, any given Sunday, like anything can happen any given Sunday. Right. So I do think weather is a bit of an equalizer. And I, I do tend to like go with a approach that, you know, being a team three times is a little bit difficult. Um, But, you know, I've been looking at some stats about it and, uh, the last 24 times there's been a situation like this where a team beat a team twice in a regular season and then played them in the playoffs, those teams are 14 and 10. So it's not as as great as you think it would be, but like it's also not as bad as you think it would be, right? So in general, if a team is better, they're going to win, okay? And the 49ers are a better team, but weather does make things a little bit dicey. But I do think, you know, our defense is very, very good, very, very elite, bar Raiders game, bar Chiefs game, very elite, sec- uh, very elite pass rush. Very elite linebackers. Secondary has been a little dicey, but they're still good. Uh, Seattle is not good at stopping the run. They're 26th in the last five weeks against the run. They're 30th against running backs who receive catches. And they're 27th against tight ends, which has kind of been the 49ers offense under Purdy. He's throwing a Kittle, throwing at McCaffrey, and then you sprinkle in a little bit of Ayuk, a little bit of Jennings, a little bit of Debo, right? So that's kind of been the offense so far. And it's run, run, run. Mitchell's back. Mason's healthy. McCaffrey's healthy. So... That's what I expect the offense to be. If they stick to that game plan, weather shouldn't be too relevant, okay? But Seattle is more used to playing in the rain. I don't think there's any doubt about that, okay? Like, I mean, Rishi lived in Seattle for four years. Like, it rains there damn near every day. So they are used to it. Uh, but I just think we're, we're more talented, right? And, you know, like, I'm a bit of a doomer when it comes to stuff like this, but I, I still feel pretty good. I mean, the nerves are kicking in for sure. I'm a little nervous about the game, but... At some point, talent is to win out, and the 49ers are a more talented team. My biggest concern, obviously, going into this game is, you know, we are relying on a seventh-round rookie, right? Literally the last pick of the draft, making his first career playoff start. Um, it's always a little dicey, and you're going up against a guy who's been a head coach for multiple years of multiple winning programs, USC, obviously, and a Super Bowl winning head coach. So he will have his team ready, and it's going to be a physical battle. Uh, it's going to be a great test for Brock Purdy. Um, I think he's battle-tested now, right, going to that Raiders game. Obviously, the Raiders are the worst team in Seattle, but that was a game where Brock came back from 10 down, something we haven't seen him do. Like, we've only seen him play with the lead, but, but coming back from 10 down is no joke. So I do I do think I will go with the Niners, but I would pick Seattle to cover the spread if I had to. Uh, I think it's going to be a good close game, whether it equalizes things, but I don't know. Uh, I got to roll with my guys. So hopefully, you know, this isn't a quick one and done type situation for San Francisco. I mean, the first thing I'll do is address both your guys' points, right? In terms of the weather, yeah, Seattle rains a crap ton more. I lived there for four years, like Oshman said. It rains, what, like 330 out of 365 days, some crazy stat like that. So we're definitely at the disadvantage there. But the one thing that I will say is the only rain game sample size that everyone is looking at is the Chicago game. 
And that was not rain. That was a monsoon. So I definitely don't think it rains like that in the Bay Area. I don't expect it to rain like that in the Bay Area. I mean, it's been kind of bad. It has been kind of bad. Um, they're they're expecting over an inch of rain. So, yeah, but I mean, also to be fair, that first day of the bomb cyclone that's been going on. It, I mean, it, it's I don't know. It, the weather's the been thing is like in that Chicago game, Soldier Field is not a good field to play in the rain. Yeah. Okay? They don't dispose of the water properly. And you could just see it was basically a mudslide out there that entire game. I mean, they're going to have the tarp on in Levi's like this whole week, I think. So they're not practicing there anyway. They were doing air dry, actually. They weren't even keeping the tarp on. But but the other thing that I want to say is, you know, first of all, that rain, the monsoon sample size is obviously going to be overdramatized for this game. And I get San Francisco doesn't really rain that much. But we have played on a few more rain games this year uh, at home. So, you know. Is it hard to throw the ball? Yes, but that's why you have players like Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuels, who can run and is finally healthy again after that MCL sprain he suffered a few weeks ago. Uh, you know, all our running backs look good. Eli looks good. Mason's back. So, I mean, it, this could just be another, like, you know, rendition of that Packers game where we threw the ball very few times and just ran it down their throat. Especially like Oshman said, they don't rank well against the run, so might as well take advantage of that. The second thing is, when we look at those opponents that, you know, it always sucks to play an opponent three times. And I know the last time that happened was the Rams in the NFC Championship, and we lost. But also realize the Seattle team is not built like that Rams team. That Rams team won the Super Bowl, right? Like that Rams team was stacked from top to bottom. Matthew Stafford was playing out of his mind. You know, Odell was on that team making crazy catches. Like even role players like Van Jefferson were like great receivers for that team. Defense was stacked with Aaron Donald. Seattle doesn't have that component. Yeah, Seattle has a scary back in Rashad Penny. Yeah, Seattle has a scary receiver in, you know, um, uh, DK Metcalf. But Geno Smith, yeah, he looked great. Yeah, he might. He was in talks for comeback player of the year and stuff like that. And yeah, he broke Russell Wilson's season, single yard season passing record. But that doesn't mean he's going to be great against us necessarily because it's going to be equally as hard for him to throw the ball too. Yeah, he might have more practice with it. But at the same time, like you guys said, this Niner team is more stacked. And I think Shanahan is one of those coaches who isn't just used to one type of play calling. He knows how to adjust for certain things, adjust for certain players, adjust for certain weathers. And we saw that at Lambeau, right? That special teams touchdown that beat, let us beat the Packers in Green Bay in the snow with Hufanga catching the touchdown, the punt block touchdown in the end zone. Like, there's definitely some consideration that goes into this. And I know Pete has said stuff like, you know, I'm scared we're playing Seattle or the 49ers, which was a huge thing. You know, you never hear a good coach. Mind games. Yeah, exactly. Like, we can't get overconfident is my point. Like, you can't expect to go and this be like a walk in the cake. Because at the end of the day, when you go into the playoffs, the record is 0-0 again. Nothing matters. Doesn't matter if you're 10-4. and Doesn't matter if you're 4-10. and I snuck into the four of our fantasy football championship with a 4-12 and like 12 record, right? It doesn't matter. Record was 0-0 at the end of the day. Right. So can't get cocky. Can't like under can't overvalue the fact that we beat them twice. Play the game, play hard, play in the weather, play the cards that you're given and go from there. And let's see what happens. I think it's going to be a close, low scoring game. Um, But I give it to the my boys. I say 17, 10. Yeah, I mean, top top to bottom, this roster is definitely better, right? There's no doubt about that. But the only thing is when. The playoff elements come into picture, like Ashton said, a rookie quarterback starting, the pressure there, the weather come into factor. Those are all things which can completely change this game, right? So Rishi hit it on the dot. I think that I don't think they're going to be overconfident. Like this team knows what they need to do, and they hate these guys from Seattle. Like I'm sure they want to kick their ass. Like you know, it's it's not even a question about that, but just whether they can do the little things right. And one of them, I think, one of the keys to the game for me at least is that limiting turnovers, right? Obviously, like at any time. We want to limit the amount of turnovers we have. Seattle, when they have um, one or more takeaways, they're nine and four. And when they don't have any takeaways, they're zero and four. So in the two games this year, we haven't turned the ball over to Seattle yet. But in the games that we have lost, we are zero and four when we turn the ball over multiple times in a game. And this is kind of the time where you know that inexperience, a rookie quarterback, that this is the time where those kind of bad flashes come into play in these crucial moments. I'm hoping not, but you know, I wouldn't be. Surprise, honestly, because it, it is still a rookie. It is still Mr. Irrelevant, seventh-round pick, playing his first playoff game. So things can go awry very fast, and that is where I'm worried about. Stick to what you're good at. The Seattle defense is 26th ranked in the league. They're not good. Run the ball as much as possible. The weather is obviously going to 
even limit your the amount of throws you can do. So stick to your gun, stick to the run game. I think that towards the fourth quarter, they can start pulling away if they consistently just run the ball down their throat. And I think Christian McCaffrey has been easily the best midseason acquisition across the league. Like he's completely transformed this offense and Purdy's still putting up points. You know, I think he's averaging like thir- the team's averaging 33 points since, he- since he's become a starter. So we are still putting points on the board. Just can we all put it together? And I, th- I, th- I think we should be able to. Like this is a game where I am confident this is a b- that we are a better team. But just since it's a divisional rival and since there's you know the weather coming into play, that's where the nerves, extra nerves come in. I mean, I'm already nervous, and we're not even so you know less than 48 hours away. But ah, it's gonna it's gonna be a fun one though, guys. I think we we should we should I just we we really need to beat Seattle. We cannot lose to this team in this fashion. I mean, I think one thing that, you know, all three of us feel being born up in the 2000s, you know, seeing the Legion of Boom, seeing Russell Wilson beat us year and year and year after year and after year, like regular season, postseason, you know, Richard Sherman talking all that crap to Michael Crabtree. It's still, you know, burned to my brain. We've experienced memories. a lot. Exactly. We've experienced a lot as 49er fans in the playoffs against the Seahawks um, and in the regular season. So it's it's great that we're making some new memories like that, you know big hit at the one yard line a few years ago, you know, getting this sweep this year, but now comes playoff time. Now it comes time to make more memories. And I don't want to, I personally, and I think you guys agree with me, don't want to go back to that era where we have to, you know, see a Seattle Seahawk win in the playoffs against us. I think one thing is like, I think we're selling Seattle a little short in terms of their weapons. Okay. Like I do think DK Metcalf is a special receiver. Like, I, I don't think like he's a, like, I don't, I mean, yeah, he's, he's a good, good. matchup he's, for he, Ward. He is good. Yeah. yeah, and they have Lockett, too. And Lockett is no no slouch. Like, mm-hmm. he can run mm-hmm. routes as good as DK, better than DK, actually. And yeah. for me, at least, I'm more scared of Tyler Lockett than DK Metcalf. Because in my opinion, now I don't want to jinx him, but Charvarius Ward has been pretty good against DK Metcalf all year. Yeah, he definitely okay. has. DK, through two games, has nine catches, essentially, against Ward. No touchdowns. I do expect DK to have a big game because I'm sure, like, you know, this is a guy who's a prideful guy, right? I mean, like, he knows Ward's kind of had his number this year, and I expect him to play well. But Tyler Lockett is a scary one because he is more of a deep threat with Geno specifically, right? If Russ was there, then DK is the main threat always, right? But with, with Geno, Tyler's a little bit of a better fit because he can do those crossing routes. He can go deep crossers, and Geno can get the ball to him in space, right? So a little bit worried about Tyler Lockett. And Kenneth Walker Jr. is a problem, um, the Niners haven't played him yet this year. So the first time he played them, he was he was no, just he, play, he he played in the second game. No, he was out. It was Travis Home? I started Travis Homer in fans. Oh really? I yeah, Travis Homer actually gave us a fumble that where was a trend for a touchdown. But yeah, so we haven't played a fully blown version of Kenneth Walker yet. So that worries me a little bit. But I mean, the Niners are great against the run. Um, if, if Armstead plays well, if Kinlaw plays well, if Post is playing well, then they'll be fine against the run. But I do think, you know, like, let's not sell Seattle, like, too short in terms of their weapons, right? Like, Kenneth Walker is no joke. Tyler and DK are no jokes either. And Noah Finn is just a solid tight end. So, um, and Gino's been playing well, man. I don't think Gino's an amazing quarterback by any stretch of the imagination, but you can't discount the season he's had. I mean, 30 touchdowns, nine interceptions, I think. I mean, even their defense. Good, so. Like, Tariq. Their defense, Tariq will. Yeah. I mean, they they started off hot, but they're they're twenty six in the league right now. Also, Ashwin he played, but he only had eleven carries. Who was, I think that? He was like maybe first game or second game? Second second game. Oh, Walker played. Okay. Yeah. Who's so that, uh, who's that linebacker that they drafted? Jordan Brooks. He's been a quiet stud this whole year too. I mean, I think they're, they're I think... a good team. Like like the way I've heard like a lot of conversations around like media this week is like selling Seattle way too short in my opinion. Like like. Yeah. Across the board, you see yeah. people picking the Niners, which is fine. Like, I mean, you know, picking the favorite is not, not a big deal. But, like, you compare it to the way people talk about the Vikings or Gi- Vikings-Giants game, like, most people expect the Niners to win handily. I know that it's, this is not going to be an easy game. And I think the two of, yeah. the three, the two of you guys know that, too. Like, yeah. it's all, never easy against Seattle. Never, ever, ever in our lifetime has it ever been easy against Seattle. Okay, they're going to make it tough. It's going to be a dogfight. Um, and it's going to be physical as hell. And that's, that's yeah. the concern for me. One thing I will say is that, you know, you made a good point about Tyler Lockett. The secondary obviously is the worst part of our defense, right? Not to say that they're bad, but they are definitely the weaker part the most mistake of our defense. Mistake. Yeah. And I think that especially like he's a burner, Lockett. Like you he'll he'll beat the safety. Like, you know, we know Hofanga's a little slow in coverage too. Like he's been burned multiple times this season. Yeah, We've seen mistakes. right. So I'm sure there's gonna be like one play or a couple of plays where they just gave up that long 
that long threat, long long bomb from Gino to lock it. Um, but I don't know. I just I think that they should be able to overcome a couple mistakes like that because overall this defense is gonna eat. But obviously the main thing is generating pressure, right? It's always pressure with this team because if the D line can get to the quarterback fast, then that's less problems for the secondary, less less um chance of the secondary to make a mistake. Less chance for the secondary to make a mistake, right? Um but yeah, I think they can hold up their own, but yeah, like you said, I think DK and Lockett are they're not bums at all. So definitely gotta I think they're one of the better receiving cores in the entire league. Definitely, right? yeah. Like, definitely. They're probably top top five, six, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Anything else for this game? Um, just any other keys you guys want to talk about or pray to every god that we win. The defense cannot be hungover like they were against the Raiders ever again. Yeah, they'll be focused, man. I fully yeah. expect this to be locked in. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I hope so too. But you know, at the end of the day, people. One are... thing I will, yeah. One thing I will bring up though is real quick is special teams, especially field goals, is something I'm a little bit concerned at about, oh, especially Lord, with Robbie the Gold. weather. Robbie Gold, like he's pretty inconsistent. Like I'd say, as a kicker overall he'll hit like the easy ones for the most part. I know he didn't make that one against the Raiders, but he's been relatively solid for us in the time he's been here. But there are stretches in these last couple of years that I've noticed where people are saying, you know, Robbie Gold, he's getting up there in age. And I don't know, it just takes one kick for people to forget all the times you did win for us. Like, you know, he had the game winner against the Packers, but we, this guy is 40 on what? 39, 40 years old. Um, and especially in weather conditions like that, I don't know if I fully trust it. So that's just something. one thing I will say about Robbie is like throughout his time here, he's been good in the playoffs, yeah. right? Like regular season, I've seen him get injured. I've seen him like slump. Like the Raiders kick is inexcusable in my opinion. I mean, that's a dome stadium, dude. You can't yeah, and a do- yeah, and a dome, yeah. And but through his time, I'm pretty sure he's made a few playoff game winners. I don't. I maybe the 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 Packers one wasn't a game winner, but it was a big kick. It was. It was. It was a game winner. It was okay. as time time expired. Um, yeah, well, like Robbie's been solid, right? Like, yeah. but I do think you know, just quickly, I do think uh, the kicker spot and punter spot is something they should look at in the off season. He Maybe made one in the in the game that Ashwin, the one that me and you went to against the Rams in the regular season. He hit the game winner then. I remember. Yeah, that was twenty nineteen. Yeah. I mean, like he's, yeah. he's he's he's. I mean, Robbie Gold is a legendary kicker. Yeah. I mean, all those years, but yeah, I do think kicker is something they should look at in the off season. Definitely, definitely. Get that dude from the Raiders, man. That guy's money. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Carlson. But it's a Saturday kickoff, first game of the playoffs, 1.30 p.m. Pacific time. So we'll be locked in for that. Moving on. Um, you know, we can just go in order of the you know, chronological order for the games. We got Chargers Jags at 5.15 um on Saturday. What do you guys think about this game? The Chargers are favored by two and a half, even though it's at Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville is getting a little bit disrespected here. Um, big, you know, despite being the home team, they're still underdogs. You know, I get it's a ro- like not not rookie quarterback, but like third year quarterback, second year quarterback. Sorry, coming into the playoffs, Trevor Lawrence. Like he's been playing great this year, though, and I just think that Doug Peterson has transformed that team completely. Um, I think that the Jaguars have the coaching advantage. I don't love Brandon Staley as a coach. I feel like the Chargers could be a lot better than what they are right now with someone better, like even Sean Payton or someone a little bit more competent who make, takes less risks and doesn't always go by the analytics. But what do you guys think? I'm like a little bit stumped about this game because on paper, the Chargers seem like the more talented team, but the Jaguars have been sneaky good the last six weeks. You know, they've gone on a run and, um, uh, I feel like with Mike Will kind of 50-50, like I think he's going to play, but I just feel like the Chargers are more banged up than we think. And I think that it was a dumb mistake by Brandon Staley, the coach, to play all his starters when they had no choice, no chance of moving up and down in the stand, in the seating. So, yeah, what do you, what are you guys' predictions for this game? I mean, I completely agree with you off the bat. Like, you know, getting Bosa hurt, getting Mike Will hurt, you know, like Keenan Allen's been banged up this whole season for the most part. Uh, Herbert took that shot to the ribs. I'm pretty sure he's still playing on some form of a cracked rib or some injury that he's going to disclose in the offseason, get, probably get some help for. I mean, this whole team is injured. Yeah, they're bringing back Rashawn Slater, which is huge for their O-line. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, there's a lot of injuries for this team. You know, Joey Bosa is supposed to be back. Mike Will might be back. Rashawn Slater is supposed to come back off the IR, but you know how it is with players when they come off the IR. They're not 100% right away. I mean, we saw that with Debo, right? um Debo had what 
two catches for 10 yards or something like that. Some small number. And again, we don't want to like just throw him in there first thing after injury, but like that, that Jags, you know, rush defense is not bad whatsoever. They are a good team defensively and even offensively. Trevor Lawrence, you know, there was a lot of hype for him when he was at Clemson being the overall pick being first overall pick being like the next generational talent. And, you know, a lot of people wrote him off last year in his rookie year. But a lot of people also fail to realize, which really pissed me off because he didn't even have a coach. Urban Meyer spent more time, yeah, like at the club, like with some underage girl or like younger girl, like they did like <laughs> helping his own quarterback out, right? Like you have to realize when you come in as a rookie, you're like our age, 21, 22, 23. I mean, yeah, if you're Sense and Bennett, then you're like 26, but whatever, right? But like my point is, you know, like you're a kid walking into an organization, getting paid millions of dollars to play, but the culture around you is crap. And if that's the case, what the hell are you supposed to do? Doug Peterson. Very, very, very important in all sports. Every sport, every position. Doesn't matter who you are. You need to go into a good culture. Doug Peterson came. He did exactly what he did with Philly when he took him to the Super Bowl. And I'm not saying the Jags are ready for a Super Bowl run yet. But based off the Chargers injury and how hot the Jags have been and all the disrespect that the Jags are getting and even uh, Trevor Lawrence is getting, you know, the whole team, Christian Kirk, everyone crapped on them for what? Four-year, 100 mil. And now look, he's the leading receiver. He did great. Evan Ingram. It was a guy who was a bust on the Giants coming out, playing like hell of a gear. You know, these guys have some good weapons offensively and defensively. I think the Jags squeak by, not squeak by, I think the Jags win comfortably. I say a Jags at least six point win. So I think these, everyone's doubting them. And I think every, no one's really taking into account that Joey B is hurt and all these other people are hurt. Jags by more than six. Um, I think Rishi covered most of it. Uh, I've been riding with the Jags all year. You know, I, I had him winning the division early on. But one thing I will say is, you know, this is going to be like a quarterback. Like This is like the like NFL film guys on Twitter. This is like their dream quarterback matchup, right? Like T-Law versus Herbert, two guys that everybody's just in love with. Uh, one thing I will say is I think it's going to be a defensive battle. Like these two defenses are massively underrated. Okay, like the Jaguars defense, Josh Allen, the other Josh Allen, like he's he's elite. Right. And they have a great secondary. They have great linebackers and they have a great pass rush. The Jaguars defense is very good. Chargers defense, um, they have their weak spots. Okay. If Bosa is not healthy, then their pass rush is definitely a weak spot. But if Bosa plays, then they'll be good. And the Chargers defense has like a formula. Like Brandon Staley, for all his flaws, is a great defensive coach. Right. Like, actually, like if he were to get fired, like for some bizarre reason, he would be my first pick to replace D'Amico because he's that good of a defensive coach. And he will have a game plan for this um, for this Jaguars offense. So that's just my really quick take on it. I do think it'll be close. I'll probably go with the Jaguars just because they're at home. Um, but it is a matchup of two very small fan bases, like five to ten people each for both sides. Probably <laughs> for him. Um, but yeah, I think I'll go with the Jaguars. But I do think it's going to be a great game. Great quarterback matchup too. I mean, Herbert versus Lawrence is everybody's dream quarterbacks. So. Um, but I think it's going to be close and it's going to be a good game. Uh, if you like defense, tune in. Yeah, it's a coin flip for me, but I think since the Jags are at home, I'm going to take them. I think they've shown me enough these last two months where I can kind of trust them. And I think that the Chargers' health is definitely something I'm concerned with because I just think that they really fucked up playing a lot of their guys in a situation where they shouldn't have. And I think it's going to come back to bite them. But either way, I would be fine with whoever moves on because I think whoever wins in this is probably going to play the Chiefs. I'm down for either Trevor Lawrence against... Mahomes or Herbert against Mahomes. I think Chiefs Chargers would be a good game too. Um, but yeah, we can move on to the next game. There are three games on Sunday. So we have the Dolphins Bills, uh, 10 a.m. I think there's not really much to say about this game. Dolphins Bills are favored by 13 and a half. And that's mainly this because this one's a skip. I think yeah, two was two was hurt, right? So I mean, I think we're all picking the Bills here. Skylar Thompson. I don't think anyone's gonna have him pulling off the upset. It sucks for the Dolphins because they were riding so high for so long, and then they basically fell off after that Brock Purdy game, basically. Since then, they haven't looked the same at all. <laughs> and I know that I'm just praying for Tua's health a little bit, too, because three concussions, I'm glad they didn't bring him back. So, yeah, I mean, I think we're all taking the bills, right? Yes. Comfortable. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But prayers up to Tua. Hopefully next year will be better for this Dolphins team after they get some stuff together. Next Sunday game at 1.30 Pacific. We got an interesting one here. Giants at Vikings. Vikings are favored by three, but since they're at home, this is basically a pick em. Again, this is like something a trend that we've seen with the Vikings the entire year. Vegas is not like them, right? And uh, they're constantly, I don't want to say disrespected, but they just seem like they don't believe in them. 
And in this case, I feel like, you know, the Giants played the Vikings, I believe in week 16 or 15. I could be wrong. Yeah, um, it, was a close, it was a close game, very close game. It came down to a game-winning field goal. I am, this is probably the game which is hardest to pick for me because, you know, on paper, the Vikings should be leagues better than the Giants, but the Giants are extremely well coached. Danny Dimes is having a pretty good season. They're going to pick up that uh, fifth-year option on him. I think they might even extend him. Saquon, I think um, they're, they're going to give multi-year extensions to Danny Dimes and Saquon after this year. Right, right, right. Multi-year right. right. for Danny Dimes. Wow. I mean, I think he he's proved it. He's proved it this year, but like that's I, I want to see it consistently. Time. Yeah, it's a small sample size. Yeah, but what do you guys think about this game? I mean, I think that ah, this is so hard because I, I I want to pick the Giants really badly because I feel like they're in a spot where they can't lose. If that makes sense, like they should lose this game. But I just feel like the way that they're coached, they're going to keep this thing very close and kind of come away with it. And you know how Kirk is in these big-time playoff spots, right? He does not show up. But is the is this Vikings team different this year? That's the real question. Like under Kevin O'Connell, they have looked different, right? They've, they're, what, 11-1 and one in one-score games or something like that? Um, so, but also, <laughs> their plus-minus difference. That's, yeah, that, that's exactly what I was going to bring up next. They have the worst plus-minus difference of any playoff team right now. I think they're in the in the negatives, right? I think they just got to positive after that last game, but they were at negative three for the longest time. I think right before that Colts, or right after that Colts game, they were minus three. I was like, wow. Right. I mean, everyone brings up that stat, and it is a good stat to bring up, but like, I think you could throw out all those numbers when it comes down to this. Like, These are two teams which just played each other, too. Like, They're... They're going to be pretty familiar with each other's game plan. Ah, this is just, I, I don't I don't know. You guys go first because like this is literally, I could flip a coin to decide this because I'm that flipped on it. I like the Vikings. Okay. I've liked them all year. Um, Like I, the point differential stuff and the one score stuff doesn't really bother me that much. Like it's, it's a tough league right now. Okay. There's a lot of parody in the NFL, but it's an insane amount of luck though. That one, it is a thing. lot of luck. I agree. Like, you know, t- teams don't go 11 and 0 in one score games. Like that's doesn't happen in any sport across all sports, right. In any league across all sports, but I just like them. I think they have talent. Okay. And like the giants weapons are so bad, bro. Like they have Saquon and then they may as well just have Rohan Rishi and Treyas lining up a receiver because it's pretty bad, right? Like Darius Slayton, uh okay i guess um isaiah hodgins is their their second receiver kenny galladay is a is a basically a bench warmer like the giants weapons are really bad but then on the contrary the giants defense is very good right and for me it's like i i don't really know which way to go i kind of agree with rohan but like i just think the vikings are a better football team i think at some point kirk is not to face these demons and he's gonna have to win this okay you're at home against a team that most people would say would should not even be above 500 by talent Okay, Dayball's been done an amazing job, and he should definitely be in coach of the year consideration. But at some point, like Kirk needs to lock in, and you need to take advantage of the fact that this is you have a better football team offensively and arguably defensively. So go win this game, and I will pick the Vikings. Um, I think the spread is what it's three, right? So basically, pick them, like you said. Um, I do think the Vikings will win by that exact amount. Like if I had to guess, I would go like 24 21 type game. I think Danny Dams will play well, but. At some point, Kirk, Kirk Cousins is going to do something, man. So I'll, I'll go with him this time. I'm going to make your life a little harder, Rohan. I'm going to do the make you be the tiebreaker. I think the Vikings are frauds. I've been saying it the whole damn year. I think Jay Jettas, great receiver, probably a top two receiver, and he ain't number two right now. Um, You know, leads the league. Great. I mean, I, there's not enough good things I can say about him. Justin Jefferson is him, period. There's nothing else. But Kirk not the best quarterback. Like you said, primetime games, you know, we know he's not clutch. Kirk is just another version of Jimmy G. I think, Ashwin, you're the one who said that, actually, so it's kind of funny that you're betting on him now instead of against him. I said him. he's a better version of Jimmy G. Uh, you said your exact words were Carr, him, uh, like two other dudes, D- like Danny Dodd, Dak was one of them, like they're all the same. Yeah, but Jimmy, I always said Jimmy was like a little bit less than them. Kirk I think Kirk is a better quarterback. Like, come on, we can be objective. Like, Kirk is yeah. definitely better. Kirk is better. Kirk's right. Kirk's better, but he's in that like kind of tier. He's never right? gonna be like oh, like an instant Hall of Fame quarterback. Like, no, of course not. Like, this is Kirk. Like, no, no it's he, not like he's Joe Montana. He's Kirk Cousins. Like, we know who he is. But yeah, yeah. But I think they've been frauds this whole year. I think that Colts game they should have lost, and you know, there's a lot of games they should have lost, but they didn't by luck, which was great for them. 
But the Bills I game was, I think, the most luck, lucky game yeah. I've ever seen in my life. There's so many calls, phantom calls that just somehow went their way. I, I don't, don't even get me started on that. But my point is, I like this matchup so much because, like you guys both mentioned, they played each other so recently, and that's the fun of it. They'll think that they know what the other team's trying to do, but they won't. And I think this Giants defense is so nice. Kayvon Thibodeau came out of nowhere. Took, I mean, he didn't come out of nowhere. He was a great player in college, but like, you know, he, we weren't expecting this type of production from him. Like, you know, the rookie year, he's doing great. And Hodgins, he's a local Bay Area boy, bro. He's born in San Jose. Who, Hodgins? Hodgins born in San Jose. Oh, really? Sorry, yeah, he went to the disrespect. <laughs> he's our boy, you know? Yeah, he might not be a nobody. Yeah, he might be a nobody right now. Six Where do you go to high school? I don't know. I just know he's from San Jose. Uh, I can check on that. But my point is, bro, like, he went to uh, Barry and Christian in Walnut Creek. Oh, that's not yeah. But my point is, this team, this Giants team, underrated. This <laughs> Vikings team, overrated. And I think because of what we saw last time, Dayball's going to do a great job. He's going to switch up the schemes. He's going to pull something on the Vikings. Vikings are going to lose by a touchdown, 31-24. Saquon is going to get that game-winning touchdown. Rohan, what's your prediction, though? So I guess I'm going to have to break the tie. So I'm like, yes, I'm worried about Kirk. We know about his struggles in primetime. But honestly, this Vikings defense isn't good at all. Like, they're giving up second-most yards per game. They're giving up, I think, their bottom five in um, points allowed per game as well. So... You know, all that point differential stuff, it comes into play. And, like, these are the times where they're really going to show whether they're legit or not. And I know that the Giants' offense isn't very potent, but they've been doing good enough under Danny Dimes and Saquon leading them to win, you know, get the six seed, right? Um, and I just feel like this is Dayball's step into the limelight. I think he's going to prove to anyone that he's here to stay. I, I'm going to take the Giants here, too. I'm, I think it, it, it's going to be really close, but... Uh, I just feel like their defense is not good at all. And I think that Saquon's going to run all over them. So we will see, but it'll be a good game. I'm, I'm actually looking forward to that game because I think it'll be closer than some of the other ones. Moving on to one of the ones which won't be that close, I think. Ravens, Bengals. Lamar Jackson is out as well. So, you know, we're getting, we're we're basically robbed of two great AFC games, Dolphins, Bills, and Ravens, Bengals, because one of the starting quarterbacks is hurt. Bengals are favored by nine and a half. Um, you know, it's it's at Bengals, right? Yeah, at Bengals. Uh, I think I don't even know if is Huntley gonna play. I think he is supposed he has, to play. He has tendonitis and they haven't is declared it Anthony that. Brown or something. No, that's the third string, but I'm very, very confident that the reason he was taken out last week, um just to hide it was yeah. precaution. So I think and also the thing is they had nothing to play for, right? So like yeah. let Anthony Brown play and like let him grow as a quarterback, an undrafted rookie quarterback. These two teams play each other yeah yeah last week, week. Last, last week, week. yeah and yeah. you know honestly the ravens defense did a decent job holding the Bengals offense who was playing most of their starters and a couple people in the Bengals, you know o-line did get banged up so i mean i don't expect tyler huntley to do that much more but like yeah i, I think cincinnati wins this maybe not comfortably maybe they might be cocky but like i think it's gonna be seven point game since he wins yeah the ravens defense is good like they're you know they have the third best points game points per game allowed and, and also Roquan, Roquan has made a huge difference for them like they've, yeah. they've been much better since Roquan's got there got the I just don't think I don't think they can score it's like as good as their defense is since he's gonna score okay bro's gonna score Chase and Higgins and Mixon and all those guys they're gonna get they're gonna get points and I just don't think Tyler Huntley can score with them I'm sorry and I do think Lamar's played his last game for the Ravens I agree I think I think since he's gonna cover the spread comfortably I actually would uh, I was going to tell you guys I would consider throwing this one in the teaser with the Bills. Uh, that could be a good two-team teaser. I agree. And honestly, I think that uh, Lamar, he I, I feel like, I don't know, I don't want to speculate, but there was such weird news with him because like they were so unsure whether he's actually going to play or not. And I was like, how do you not know? Like He's in your facility you yeah. see him every day. <laughs> and I think part of it is because he might not be 100%, but I think he does not want to get hurt before the off season, oh, because I think yeah. he knows be he knows, for him. he knows that he's going somewhere else and he's gonna get a bag. So I think he I think he knows that this is his last. He might have played his last game for Baltimore, and they've honestly treated him like shit the last couple of years. And very disrespectful. He's an MVP, dude. Yeah, like, why are you not paying him? Yeah. Like the Giants are willing to give Danny Dimes a multiple year extension, but the Ravens won't pay 
like probably a top five, top six quarterback in the entire league. Lamar Jackson, bro, come to San Francisco, please. And they gave <laughs> they gave Roquan that extension. Literally. I know. Completely. I think mean, the money is gone. They don't have enough to pay him. I exactly. and the thing is, like a PCL is kind of I mean, different location, obviously, based on the name, but it's a similar timetable for an MCL. We've had two guys get sprained MCLs and come back in already in the end of the last. He's been out for over a month, right? Yeah. Yeah. He said it's a grade two, borderline grade three. Grade two means a partial tear. Grade three means complete tear. A grade two would put you out, I don't know, about four weeks, give or take. And then uh, grade three would probably take you out of the season. I think the entire Lamar saga this year has been so weird. From preseason, like, just pay like, him. No, we're not going to get a contract. We're not. I gonna mean, they're they're going to have to trade him, right? Like, can they still tag? They, him? they can tag him and trade. They can him, tag right? him, but he won't play. He won't play under the tag. He shouldn't play under the tag. Lamar Jackson, oh, the way that that guy plays quarterback is prone to injury. Okay, like he runs the ball as good as a running back, and he throws the ball as good as any quarterback. Maybe not any quarterback, but as good as like the top of the line QBs. The way yeah. he plays is just is accustomed to getting injured. Okay, he's been injured the last two years. Right, maybe not huge injuries, but small injuries, and that's stuff that's going to pick up for him. This is his one opportunity, I think, maybe not only, but his first opportunity to cash out in this league and get like four hundred million dollars, three hundred million dollars, four hundred million dollars. He's that good of a quarterback, right? So he should. Yeah, and he's making the right choice, honestly. Like I wouldn't play either, to be quite honest. Yeah, yeah. If you're not one hundred percent, do not play. Do not risk the bag that you're going to get because Miami's going to be interested. Um, wouldn't be surprised the Niners are interested if we lose early. Um, there's gonna be quite a few teams yeah the jets of course the jet all the both yes. new york teams potentially the raiders of course right like there's gonna be a ton of teams interested in this guy and this is an mvp winning quarterback this is not some random dude it's not jimmy g okay so yeah, yeah. lamar's gonna get a bag and he, he's doing the right thing but yeah with regards to the game obviously i think we all are picking the Bengals, right um but sucks just because we don't get those kind of good matchups to and allen and lamar and where are we we're, we're, we're robbed of that but Hopefully, 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 Lamar, you know, rests up, and hopefully, we see him on a different team next year. I don't know about you guys. I'm, I'm sick of seeing him in Baltimore. I just think that he's just been mistreated there, honestly. But moving on to the last game of the wild card round, Monday night, we have Cowboys Bucks at five fifteen. It's a fun so, game. Yeah, so this might be one of the teams that the Niners play if, if they do win. But because I, well, I guess if the Vikings win, they would play the Vikings, but. Say the Vikings lose, then it would come down to this game. The spread right now is Cowboys two and a half. Um, the Bucks are at home, but the Cowboys are still favored. Uh, Honestly, there's 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 literally no argument to be made for the Bucks other than Tom Brady, right? Every statistical category you can think of, offensively, defensively, the Cowboys are better, right? But there's always that if factor, especially with a team like the Cowboys who are very prone to choking in the playoffs in the last 20 years since we've been alive, right? <laughs> and we know that Tom has their number constantly. And this is such a Brady thing to happen, such a Cowboy thing to happen where they dominate the entire year. Like, they had a chance at the one seed. You know, Dak is playing okay. Like, they, they kind of limp to the playoffs, not having a lot of momentum. But their defense has been good all year. And then you lose first round to Brady. I could totally see this happening. But I'm still going to pick the Cowboys. I just think that, that, like, there has to be a point in time where it stops. And I think that this might be the end for Brady in Tampa for sure. I think, regardless of whether he retires or not, I don't think he comes back to Tampa. But I just think that it's going to be too much to overcome and the Cowboys finally get their shit together. But one thing I will say is that I do not like the way that the end of the season, the last three games, other than that Eagles game against Minshew, the Cowboys did not look good. But I don't know. I'm trusting them. It might be dumb, but I think they're going to win. Um, You know, I think all season I was saying, like, I kind of like I, this. We knew this matchup was going to happen for a while. Okay. Like, Rishi was the only guy who kind of thought the Panthers had a chance. And they did have a chance. Honestly, the Panthers played really well that last game. But, you know, Brady pulls shit out of his ass all the time. Right. So he did it again. And he's here. And we had a feeling it's going to be a matchup for a while. And the whole time I was saying Brady's going to beat the Cowboys. Brady's going to beat the Cowboys. But now I don't think so. Like, the Bucks are terrible, man. Like, this is not a playoff team, okay? Tom Brady has a team below 500 in the playoffs. Like, to me, that's that's just a sign that this is not a good football team. You have the greatest quarterback of all time who's not at all actually having a bad season. Like, he's actually having a pretty solid season. Right? He's not Brady of old, but, like, he's having a good year. They have weapons. They have a good defense. But for some reason, they cannot put it together. 
And I just, I, I don't see the Cowboys losing this, right? If they do lose, it's the end of the line for Mike McCarthy, probably because Sean Payton is out there and Dallas would be absolutely stupid to let Sean Payton go to the Broncos or something instead of coming back home to Dallas. So, but I do think the Cowboys will win. I do think it'll be comfortable, which is, you know, not the popular opinion right now. Most people are going either, most people it's a toss up. I think majority will still go with the Cowboys just because, you know, Dallas Cowboys are a huge brand and people love the Dallas Cowboys. People hate the Dallas Cowboys. Um, me too. I hate the Dallas Cowboys. I think all three of us hate the Dallas Cowboys. Rowan has a little soft spot for them, I know, but you know, I do think the Cowboys will pull it off. I think Prescott will play well. I think their run game is very good. Pollard and Zeke both are healthy at the right time. CD's come into his own. They have a good tight end in Schultz. Gallup is not the worst wide receiver, too. They would be much better if they still had Amari, but Gallup is fine. Noah Brown's fine. And their pass rush is very good. And Brady struggles against pressure, especially this year. So I will go with Dallas. I think it's going to be a good game. I go 28-24. Prescott pulls it off. And I, you, if, it, if it goes as you guys are saying, then we'll get Cowboys Niners in San Francisco, which is appointment television. And, uh, but, you know, we got to take care of business first. But, yeah. I'm going to pick the Bucks. I am going to pick the Bucks. You already know. Um, look. Cowboys, Mike McCarthy, great or good coach. I wouldn't say great. Did a good job in the pack with the Packers. Did a good job with the Cowboys. Turned him around, uh, especially after um, what was their old coach's name? Commentator. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett. I mean, especially staying alive. Have you guys seen him on NBC by the way? Yeah, he doesn't. Complete creep. Yeah, but my point is, after the whole Garrett situation, he did a good job filling in. Um, you know. He made some tough calls. He got Dak up to where he had to be, and things were looking good. But the one thing about the Dallas damn Cowboys is that they don't know how to win the playoff game. And who better to lose to and like be able to blame it on someone rather than the rather than uh, Tom Brady, right? He is the GOAT, as much as we hate to say it. And, you know, I, I told these things. I don't hate to say it. I, I mean, a lot of people do, right? Like, But my point is that, you know, I can totally see this being a very close game with Tom Brady somehow pulling something out of his ass like he always does and wins like two games with like four seconds, seven seconds left. I feel like this is going to be a low scoring like 10-10 game and on the last drive like Tom Brady goes ahead and, you know, gets them in field goal range with like less than a minute left, like a two minute drill win a minute. The whole reason I say that is because Dak hasn't looked that great at the end of the day. He really hasn't been playing that great. Zeke Pollard. Zeke is basically like I don't even know he's not the same running back that he used to be Pollard's taking his job honestly and I would be very surprised if they didn't give him that contract but the whole thing is that you know yeah they have CD Lamb yeah they have like good Schultz receivers tight ends stuff like that yeah their defense is like good with Parsons but honestly I I don't know they they always look like they're about to win and then they choke every year like this is just the experience that I've had and I know you guys agree with this I just don't think, I think Tampa Bay was, you know, maybe not trying their hardest at the end once they got that spot against the, uh, against the Panthers. Right. And like the last few games were just like flukes, but I really think if anyone can do it, it's Tom. And I'm really predicting a 13, 10 upset win for the Tampa Bay, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 13, 10. That's an interesting score. My one thing with Tampa is they cannot run the ball. They have not been able to run the ball all year. They're the worst running team in the league. And Dallas is pretty good against the run. And I think that in order to control this game, whoever whoever controls this game is going to be need to run the ball. And Dallas has a massive advantage. Zeke and Pollard have been great this year, Rishi. I kind of disagree with you on Zeke. I don't think he's like a number one running back, obviously, right? But I think their tandem has been working out for them this year. By the way, he's still better than Pollard at running in between the tackles. Like Pollard is yeah. a great great receiving back he's a great outside runner but zeke is still the guy they go to in the goal line he's still the guy they go to when they need four yards desperately yeah right yeah, i agree um i think he lost the step if i'm being completely honest he did lose his he has lost a step but i think i mean he's how many miles are on zeke dude of course he's gonna lose a step but that's my point right so like great running backs have that ability to go between tackles but also the lawn longevity longevity, yeah, there we yeah, go. Yeah. longevity to you know be able to take those miles on them i mean look at frank gore for god's sake like that dude but those but dude those guys are like one in a thousand bro like we have to think about like like we love comparing guys to like derrick henry or frank gore but like 
we love comparing guys, other quarterbacks to Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, but not everyone is built like this where they can continue to take abuse on their body year after year, right? So, and the running back is just that kind of position. Who does Derrick Henry have to rely on? Is my question. Yeah, but he just built different. That's my that's okay, my point. I mean, yeah, you could say that. But at the end of the day, like this dude is still splitting carries down the line 50-50 with Pollard. That's it, a good thing, though. They're it taking the miles him. off him. Yeah, they're taking the miles off him, and he's still not producing as much as Pollard is. I'm telling you, Pollard is younger and he's playing better. I would really not be surprised if you know, whenever Zeke's a free agent next, they let him go. Yeah, they probably yeah, will because time. I mean, you know, they've already extended him before, but just quickly, like Zeke has had more carries than Pollard this year. Um, Pollard does have more yards, so I'll give that to you. But Zeke has six more touchdowns than Tony Pollard. So there's still a guy that they trust at the end of the day, and it's Zeke. But the, yeah, the main point like is that. that there's just a massive running advantage for, like Rohan said, for yeah, Dallas. For Dallas. Right? Yeah. Like, Either Lenny, way, like, if you're going to talk about Zeke losing a step, then Lenny has lost a massive step. I mean, he doesn't even play that much anymore. Rashad yeah, White Rashad has been White playing, right? Bit, yeah. yeah, so that's that's the thing. I think who like my only concern with this game for my pick at least is like Rishi said if it's close like if Dallas doesn't pull away that's when it's going to start getting messy because I could totally see like one game winning drive for Tom like we've seen it so many times but I think I think Dallas really needs to pull away like if they're not pulling away by I'd say like middle of the beginning to middle of the fourth quarter they're in trouble for sure so one thing is like the Tampa's offense is is maximized when they're in their two-minute offense Right. So like you said, like if Dallas can get out an early fast, like 14 0 in the first quarter. Yeah, they can't then I think I the game's think, done. Yeah. I think I it's done Tampa. because I don't That's think they the can score. Dallas also is the team to get overconfident. Mike McCarthy is a type of coach to pull random shit. I wouldn't say that. overconfident. What I would say is they're very indisciplined. They they commit a lot of penalties. Right? Yeah, yeah. And Mike McCarthy, Mike McCarthy as a coach is a very is I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I think he's incompetent. Some of the plays that he pulls out of his ass are terrible. Terrible. Moore. Yeah, that's my point, right? Like like He's the type of guy to be like, oh, we have a 14-0 lead. Let's start chucking the ball like Hail Mary's down the field. It's like, why? And then one pick, 7-14, and there you go. It's a, it's a game again, right? You need yeah. you know, at least a three-touchdown lead on Tom Brady if you want anything to happen. Look at that 28-3 game. He's not playing with the same team with the Pats anymore, but that dude has overcome literally everything. You need at, at least a three At some point, we got to stop talking about him like he's – this is going to sound absurd, but we got to stop talking about like he's 38-year-old Brady. Like he's 45 years old. Okay, so hey, I mean, and, you know, I, I've been bitten by him so many times, doubting him, and that's why I call him the goat without even question. Like, he's proven me wrong like a hundred times. But hey, but listen though, I think that if Dallas can get pressure, like Ashvin said, he's forty-five years old, right? Like we know this year he hasn't, he's never been good moving outside the pocket. But especially this year, you can see it. Like he's scared, like not scared to get hit, but like you can tell he's trying to. He just falls to the ground sometimes. I mean, yeah. No, look what the Niners did to him, right? Like, they had him in hell. All I'm saying is, if anyone could do it, it's Tom. And I really think it's it's going to be, I'm telling you, it's going to be a lot closer than most people will say. So what's our bracket looking like? I think we all picked the Niners, Jags. Wait, yeah, we all picked it. Niners, Jags, Bills, and Bengals we've all picked. And then me and Rishi picked the Giants. And then uh, me and Ashvin picked the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, You want to go first, Rohan, with your bracket? Right, so my bracket. Oh god, dude, this is why I said it's gonna be like super complicated. To do I it up the top. I, I could tell you. I could tell you. Okay, about okay. Uh, uh, you go first. In the AFC second round, you know, I have Kansas City and Jacksonville. Kansas City takes, um, you know, does does their business. They win by a landslide. Sorry, T Law. Better luck next year. Uh, Cincinnati is going to be playing Buffalo. I think that's going to be a really fun game. I think a lot of it's going to depend on the snow that's happening in in Buffalo at that time. If it's anything like the Miami game with the Bills, then I think Buffalo has an advantage. But if it's a little better conditions, then I think Cincinnati, if anyone can do it, it's in Cincinnati. But I'm going to take the upset here. I'm going to say it's going to be <clears throat> Chiefs-Cincinnati AFC Championship rematch. And this time, Joey B gets to the Super Bowl from the AFC. From the Again? NFC, again. Again. <laughs> From the NFC, I got my Niners, and we're gonna be playing the we're gonna be playing the probably Tampa Bay then. I think it's gonna be Niner, a game. Yeah, yeah. I think it's gonna be a closer game. I'm gonna say 24-17, Niners win. Tom Brady is still Tom Brady. Even though we beat him by like you know 20-something last time, I playoffs are different. And then Philly and Giants, close game. 
Philly wins it out. Philly Niners. Ah, I want to say Niners, but do it, bro. Do it, do it, do it, do it. I'm out. I'll, I'll put the Niners. Fuck it. Like I'm out. <laughs> I'm gonna, if, we, if we get to that point against Philly, bro, I will take. I like like we've said all year. No one in the NFC really scares us. Yes, Philly is a. It's gonna be a tough game, but we can beat Philly. It's not like. You know, it's we can. Compete. My heart says Philly, or my heart says Niners. My brain says Philly, so I'll just go with my heart. Your brain's dumb as hell, bro. Don't worry, the Niners will yeah. win, bro. I'm telling you, we're 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 going, we're going, we're, go, we're coming for it, bro. I'm telling you. Uh, the the Niners Super Bowl. Who wins? Come on, Rishi, stick with your gut, Come bro. On. Don't 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 just. Who pick wins, bro? Who wins? That, that's a, that's a Niner win. Bro. I mean, who wins? Both getting four backs on Burrow, bro. <laughs> Let's let's All bring right. it back home, baby. Let's bring it back home. Burrows I can, injuries with Cincinnati gives us the win. I can go next. Um, so AFC, I would go like you guys did. Uh, Chiefs, Jaguars. Uh, Chiefs win handily. Uh, great season for the Jaguars, though. Amazing comeback season from last year, which was just a complete mess. Uh, and they have an amazingly bright future. I hope they don't move or something because that's an easy start for a winner. Uh, Bills, Bengals. Rematch of the DeMar Hamlin game. Obviously, great to know that DeMar is doing well and he's all back back to normal, hopefully soon. I hope he can play football again. Uh, I will take the Bills, though. Um, I think Josh is out to prove it this year. And Chiefs-Bills, I'm going with Josh again. I think the Bills are are the team out of the AFC this year, which is going to be controversial because, you know, wow. part of it is just because I don't want to play the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. But, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I don't want to see the Chiefs win again. So, I'm going to go with the Bills. Uh, NFC, it would be Philly versus... Who Philly versus Dallas for me, um, and I think Philly takes care of business. I think Hurts is a bad matchup for those Cowboys. Uh, Michael Parsons, no Super Bowl for you this year, buddy. Um, and then Niners Vikings, I'll take the Niners uh, pretty comfortably. I, I like that matchup for us. Uh, Philly Niners, I'm going with Philly. Um, I know. Oh, I, gave, I hate you. Yeah, I'm going with I, Philly. I just I don't think Hurts is a good matchup for the Niners. I'm sorry. Dumbass, yeah, but, I don't think so. I think so. this is where the road <laughs> ends for Honestly, man, it's I know it's gonna be a heartbreaking game. Um, but we had a good season, so it is what it is. Uh Bills Eagles, I'm going with the Bills and the Bills will super. Ashton, why even watch tomorrow, bro? If you already called them out. <laughs> I told you guys, bro. I don't really want to watch. Uh, you're me crap for saying uh, my heart, my brain. I just wanted to be the one person that picked against the Niners. So uh, yeah, yeah, I think the but I think the Bills win the Super Bowl. I think Josh Allen Super Bowl MVP. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's hear Rohan's take. Let me. We could both agree. That, or all three of us can agree that he's going to say the Niners win the Super Bowl. So, wait. So the the Chiefs Jags. I'll take the Chiefs, right? And then Bills. Who would it be? Bills Bengals. I will take the Bills in that as well. Um, and then Bills Chiefs. I'm gonna take the Bills. I think the Bills go to the Super Bowl from the AFC. I think this is their year. Like if 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 it's any year, it's gonna be this year. Yes, sir. On the NFC side, I will take. Um, well, I guess now. On my bracket, it's Niners Giants. I'll take the Niners in that, and then Eagles. It's Niners. Uh, be Niners Cowboys for you. Cowboys, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. Niners Cowboys. I'm sorry. The Eagles would be playing the Cowboys. That is going to be a good game, I think. But Eagles should win. Niners Eagles still going to take the Niners. The Niners Bills. Oh God, but it's it, it really shouldn't be the Bills. But I'm gonna take the Niners. Screw you guys. Bills are a bad matchup for us. I think we can all be honest. No, I, I agree. And I think we should definitely be underdogs in that game if it were to happen. But once you get there, bro, anything can happen, right? So <laughs> Yeah, we're really saying a seventh round hey, last, like, like draft like, quarterback is the as you guys. Okay. One thing I will say, I don't want to end this 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 thing very sadly, but there have been four rookie quarterbacks to play in championship weekend. Uh and none of them have ever started in the Super Bowl. I mean, no rookie quarterbacks ever, yeah. Made it to the Super Bowl, right? right? So, so, but hey, records are meant to be broken, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, this it just seems like a team of destiny right now. I, I mean, this, this is definitely a biased take. Knock on some wood, please, bro. Right. Jesus, <laughs> I just, just did it for you. Just did it all so, this to lose this weekend. Nah, yeah. So, I mean, that's what one game at a time, right? So, we'll, we'll yeah, get there. That's the biggest there. thing. I, and I know Kyle's gonna tell them, but at this point, you're not 13 and four, right? You're zero and zero. Yeah, and the goal is to go four and oh. Like they're gonna be ready, bro. Like this team is they will be ready. They're well coached. Sure. Yeah. They're well coached. Yeah. Like it's just about executing. So I think I, the one last thing that we should end on is what's gonna happen next year, I guess. And what I mean by that is the coaching and the quarterbacks for next year. I mean, we saw no, we can do a quick uh wait, really quick. Can I say something really quickly? Um, 
I've been seeing all over Niners Twitter like this conversation about next year's quarterback. Why does and why does it matter? Like, why do we keep talking yeah, about this? We have Can all we just season deal, for that. Yeah. Just deal with that when it comes, man. This team is won 10 games in a row and without a doubt is a Super Bowl contender. Just enjoy what you're watching. You don't have to make everything about Trey Lance and Jimmy Garoppolo and Brock Purdy. Please just have some patience. Watch your favorite team with arguably it's one of its best teams ever. I'm serious. Like, I think this is one of the best 49 team rosters ever. Just watch them go out and play football. One week at a time. Please stop talking about Trey Lance. Stop talking about Brock Purdy. Stop talking about Jimmy Garoppolo. People want to be distracted from the, you know, from the nerves. So I guess they I just mean, got to bring it. I up. mean, that's fine. <laughs> Come on, man. In the playoffs, and I agree. Other teams in the playoffs, some other quarterback next year besides the Ravens. Or the exactly. Ravens. Exactly. So, but uh, yeah, I mean, Rishi, you want to lead that discussion? I mean, we can briefly talk about you know just the coaches. I mean, Cliff got fired. Hackett was fired. Um, who else? They might not be coming back. They might not be coming back. I think um, even our boy uh, Miami's coach. There's some rumors that if he no, they I don't think so. That's uh, I saw that report and that's so stupid. Like this dude literally like with Skylar Thompson to the playoffs. Like what more? Like he's literally just the equivalent of like Jimmy G or uh, Mike Mike is an awesome coach and they better not. If they do fire him, just come back, bro. Come back. Is Ron Rivera on the hot seat? Yeah, he should be. Should oh, be. we forgot about Jeff Saturday. Jeff Saturday. Jeff Sat- Cole. Oh, Love Lovey Smith, who apparently knew he was fired before the game and then just screwed them out of the first pick. I think that's kind of funny. Savage. So, um, yeah, I mean, and then for quarterbacks, you know, obviously Lamar, maybe Tua, Jimmy Derek G. Carr for sure, Jimmy Carr. G, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Um, Aaron Rodgers is a big one. I mean, we didn't even talk about the Packers at all, but. That was so sweet to see them lose like that. But I think Rodgers is going to do this BS for the entire offseason, like whether he's coming back or saying, I just hate it. I don't a drama queen. Uh, he's a drama queen. I think he, he just likes the attention, but I think he – I don't know. I think my gut says that he'll stay in, in the uh, in Green Bay and they trade for a receiver. Maybe D-Hop. I say he goes to the Raiders. Rodgers? Yeah, I mean, you have to be traded though, right? So that you're you're saying that yeah. they would take Derek Carr? Why would they do that? They already have Jordan Love. No, no, no. They would trade. So, um, okay, how am I gonna do this? Lamar goes to the Jets, right? Three team uh, deal, but come on. No, I'm serious. I'm serious. This this is where things gonna happen. Lamar to the Jets. You're gonna have um, what do you call it? Derek Carr go to what's another team that needs a quarterback? The Colts. Well, the Ravens would need a quarterback. The Ravens, the Colts, right? Derek Carr to the Colts. I say Jimmy G to the Ravens just to mess with them. You know, send them no, But Rishi, the thing is, these aren't free agents, bro. Like, these, they need to be traded. So there has to be some kind of, like, get back, right, in these yeah, trades. I think he's just saying this is like the end result of all the whatever trades. Yeah, but like, how? Jimmy G's a free agent. How can they all go to different teams? Jimmy G's a free agent. Take care of yourself, right? I mean. Okay, not Jimmy. Okay, forget Jimmy. Okay, the other... Lamar, Lamar is a free agent. He can sign with the no, Jets. no, no. He's not. He's not. Right. Okay, he's not Jets, a free agent. He is a free agent, but Jets they will tag have, him. Yeah, Jets. Yeah. Jets will have infinite cap space. I'm not worried about that. Okay. And they have picks. Yeah, exactly. So that's where he'll go. Jimmy G will go sign a free agent quarterback either with the Colts or the Ravens. I want someone will give him a bag. Maybe the Commanders. Yeah, the Commanders also need a quarterback, right? <laughs> I really think the Rodgers ends up hitting. <laughs> I think the, I, th- I think the Colts draft a quarterback. And I also think the Colts draft. Because this is enough. How many years are they going to do this? Like veteran, yeah. it doesn't work. Just go get your guy. Whoever you sign Jimmy G to let like Stroud or whoever the first round pick. No, or Jimmy G's not going to go to a situation where he's mentoring another. He really doesn't guy. have a choice. He has a broken ankle. <laughs> like no, he's, he's going to be healthy by the time the season comes around. I mean, they they said that he might even come back for the divisional game, bro. I, he better not come back. That's all I'm saying. Like, yeah, thank exactly you like... for everything. Thank you for all the, yeah. me- the horrible memories that you have costed <laughs> me for many years. Thank you for all the happy feet memories. But it, this is Brock's team, and let's just whatever the end result with Brock Purdy is, what I'll be fine. With. Brock's team yeah. or Trey's team? <laughs> no, you're not doing this to me right now. <laughs> he just said he didn't want to talk know, about that's, it. That's why I was. That's why I was trying to get him into it. He was almost there. I like. I like Rishi's predictions, okay, but I do think I think Lamar will go to Miami. I think you know I I I I, I so like to go. Like, then? You guys know I like to, okay, but but the 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 medical stuff is real. Um, I don't think he'll retire. I think they'll just send him somewhere else. 
but Lamar fits like a glove there. Am I wrong? That would be scary. Lamar, Lamar in Miami would be Oh, scary. my God. Lamar. Yeah, I, I just think that's the best place for him. And they have the space technically to do it, right? They have to move some stuff around. But uh, football cap, we all know, is kind of fake. Yeah. Really. You can you can adjust stuff. You can restructure stuff. And I think they'll get yeah. it done. I that's think Brady is the one that goes to Vegas. Uh, back and to... I, think, I think Rogers stays at home. Uh, I think I, I I've seen Rogers do this too much, and you know all the drama king stuff. Like at the end of the day, he's getting a bag from the Packers. And I don't think a lot of people want to deal with this his baggage and everything that comes with signing Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Unless you think he's still that guy, right? Unless you yeah, think... I mean, of course, like he's a generational player, one of the greatest quarterbacks ever. Do but if you can get Brady, like if you're the Raiders, then he's turning he's forty, good. right? So yeah, um, Carr. Um, I think Carr. I like him on the Ravens. I also like him on the Jets. Um, I like him somewhere where he has good weapons and, you know, some semblance of a defense. Uh, and then Jimmy G, I don't really care. Go wherever the fuck you want. Jimmy will get a short-term deal somewhere. I think someone will overpay for Jimmy. Uh, yeah, Commander is a safe option. Like, Austin, you said he's, he doesn't want to go to a situation where he's going to be a bridge, but he might not have a choice. And the, a choice. the, money, the money might take over in that yeah. case, yeah. right? I mean, if he gets a bag, you know what you got to do, Jimmy. Yeah, but we can do a lock and fade real quick. Obviously, you know, there's not many. I mean, there's like five games this week. We don't want to talk about uh, that six that games. Barn right? burner of a national championship game. Bro. That game was awesome. Oh, I guess. Yeah. Georgia were. I told you guys TCU is trash. I, I That's all I was going to say. Hey, I, I, didn't even, I said I didn't to even sprinkle the TCU the... money line against Michigan and it happened. So no. I didn't even want them to be in the playoff, bro. I told like, I mean, I. Yes, everyone was like the resume like goes whatever, but like we and knew no, this was gonna happen. It's Michigan's so, fault. Win the game. Yeah, yeah, Michigan. I mean, Michigan might have been like seven points closer, but like it, 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 it would have been like two touchdowns, three touchdowns, maybe. Michigan. Yeah, really, yeah. Georgia was winning, bro. I mean, can I just say like Kirby Smart? He's forty-seven years old. Like this guy is gonna like dominate college football <laughs> for so many years, bro. We gotta make another Atlanta trip. I'm trying to see this dude like win again. I mean, I might have to become a Georgia fan, like honorary Georgia fan now that we've no, been in Atlanta, bro. Okay. So. Go back to U of A, bro. Go back to U of A. That's that's your team. Uh, yeah, I mean, hey, we we beat UCLA this year, but nah. anyways, but uh, yeah, sucks that college football is over, but it just sucks. This time of the year always kind of gets me a little sad because NFL is coming to an end, and then Man's six months without. <laughs> Man, to lock in on some basketball, bro. Hey, yeah, bro, I'm gonna I'm tell you my locks and fades real quick. Fade the Vikings, yeah. lock the Bucks. I'm not gonna say the Niners because obviously I want them. But... Spread or, my, I guess money line, right? Money line. Oh, I saw this. I real quick. I saw this interesting stat. It was like, if you like in in playoff wild card, it's something like eighty three percent. Whichever team you pick for the money line, they also or whichever team you pick for the spread also wins the money line. So for example, if you take the, uh, the cap, the Bucks plus two and a half. Bucks plus two and a half, just take the money line as well. Or if you take Ravens plus nine and a half, take the money line as well. It's some like in the wild card that it's very statistically significant that the money line is pretty good. So the you said take the Seahawks spread. <laughs> Wait, Vikings? No. What? Vikings I'd and fade the Bucks? Vikings to lock the Bucks. Okay. Um, I think for mine, I'll 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 lock in the Bengals. Uh, I like them at nine and a half. I know it's a high number, but mm-hmm. Tyler Huntley doesn't do it for me, man. Um. And oh, it's gonna be controversial, but I'll fade Tampa Bay, and I'll go Dallas minus yeah, two. It's not controversial. I mean, they're the sp- they're the favorites. But, uh, the yeah, but you know, everybody it's has... not that much. I mean, you you already picked the Cowboys, so it makes sense, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but I do think, I bro, I do think we should do that teaser, the two team teaser. I'm down. I'm down. Do it. I for my uh, uh, for my lock, I will also take the Bengals. I don't like this game against the Ravens. I just feel like. This is just turning into a shit show at the very end, and they're gonna pay for what they did to Lamar. I hope they lose badly, in all honesty. Um, and then fade fade the Dolphins. I think the Bills are gonna roll. I think even oh, it's a high on, number. Third, third Come on, make half. some better picks, bro. These are the obvious. I mean, no, but the spread, bro. Like, you, yeah. you do you think do you think they're gonna beat them by two touchdowns? No, but it's those a are high the number. Ones. Those are the obvious ones. Okay, fine. I'll be bold and take the Pelicans minus five tomorrow, bro. <laughs> No, no, ah. no, no, no random January basketball as my fade, bro. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, I can, I don't want to copy worries. you guys' picks. I was going to say, I was going to say the Giants too, as like fading the Vikings, but you guys took, I mean, we should took that. 
fade the Seahawks. We're, we're, we're going to st- stomp on their <laughs> neck, bro. I want those dudes in the dirt on Saturday, bro. Like, they're going to pay for what they did in my childhood, bro. So, well, um, this is a little bit unfiltered on the pod, but I just, eh, who cares? It's the playoffs. I mean, you know, if if the Seahawks do win, don't expect to hear from Ron for a year or so. Yeah. <laughs> might have to, Who's paying his bail? You or yeah. me? I think we'll have to split it. Maybe we'll get trades for all the betting money he owes us. <laughs> Yeah, true. All the times yeah. we said one thing. One thing. One thing I will say before we end is like, um, we've been watching all like Rishi's a Lakers fan, so he doesn't really count. But me and Ron have been watching sports, wow. Bay Area sports solely for like a very long time. Right, there's a few franchises that, as a Bay Area sports fan, I cannot stand. Um, there's Seattle, there's Cleveland, there's Houston. Those two are basketball, and then oh. for me particularly, I, I cannot stand Manchester United. Right, so oh, wow. these four wow. teams are among the most hated <laughs> people Excellent. in my entire lifetime, and I I would still go with Seattle. Seattle's number one, bro. Yeah, right. So Cleveland, at least at least with Cleveland and Houston, we beat them, right? But yeah. for the sanity of your fan base, San Francisco, please win. Um, because especially it's, it's like it, well. like yeah, it's wild card. We should win, but I can cannot imagine losing to this team, bro. It's gonna hurt so bad. But yeah. Good vibes though. Good vibes going in. I think we're the better team. So there's there's no there's no reason to we're gonna be nervous, but we we know we know what has to be done, right? We I mean Rishi, any last comments like being from living in Seattle? How was I that? mean, I'm so it was my birthday a couple days ago now, I guess, from the East Coast. Yes, um, and I got a lot of texts from Seahawks fans saying happy birthday. One of them is most memorable from this dude that I know. He said, Happy birthday. Your gift this week will be the Niners loss. I haven't responded to any texts. I have maybe 20 to 25 texts from Seahawks fans texting me. I don't know if you're listening out there, but Seahawks fans, you're going to get a lot of shit if the Niners win. Just that's that's all I'm going to say. Um, screw Seattle. I'm tired of hearing about the Seattle Sea chicken. We'll say it nicely. <laughs> but, you know, screw them. You're going to get a lot of texts. Go Niners. Yes, sir. Go Niners. Big, big game this week. We will be locked in again next week uh, for the divisional round. But yeah, only thing matters on Saturday is the 49ers. I don't care what else is going on. That's all that matters. Uh, this is Rohan signing off with Ashpin Arishi for Birds Pod. Go Niners. Go Niners. Go Niners.